Welcome back to another podcast. I forget which episode this is. It's it's been a long while, um, so I've been away because I've been working. Uh, I know this is these are odd times that we're living in, but I've been working, staying busy, uh, which is why I haven't been actively posting more because um, I'm actually working at work now. I have a different job, and I'm actually working at work. Let me turn my volume up just a little bit so you guys can hear me. Um, so yeah, but I've also been uh, taking up. A, a few different things uh, while I've been, you know, at home and whatnot. Uh, so I've started making music, started making uh, classical type music. Uh, you won't hear me making, you know, any trap beats or hip hop or rap beats because that's not my style. Um, uh, definitely used to listen to that as a kid, but none of today's stuff. I've heard today's stuff. I'm not very impressed. Um, and I'm not... I just, it just... It's a no-go. It's a full no-go. So you won't ever hear that stuff from me. Because I don't like that stuff. And so... Uh, the reason why classical. Why classical? Because I love classical music. Classical music has been a huge part. I grew up learning about it. And it, it's such a... It's just such a wonderful type of music. I can tell a story without any lyrics whatsoever. But from beginning to end, from every symphony, every sonata, can just take you to another world and let you experience something different. Um, I think one of my favorites is Beethoven's uh, Moonlight Sonata um, from Beethoven. It's so great. So great. All three movements are really wonderful. Um, and this way is it's getting me into, you know, knowing about different instruments and how they, how they work along with other instruments. So, you know, the vi- all the strings, all the strings, the violins, the cellos, the violas and whatnot. And uh, it's even got me into piano a little bit more. I have a keyboard now. So by the time you guys are hearing this, which should be probably like a few minutes after I record it, well, after I edit it and record it. So, and then upload it. I have uh, eight songs out. And here's the great thing about this. I've pumped out eight songs in eight days. It takes me one day to write a song. Complete. The last one I just finished was six minutes long. Six and a half, roughly. Almost six and a half. And again, these are all, these are, these are of decent quality. I'm not going to say they're the best ever, but they're pretty darn good for, for considering the amount I know about the instruments uh, involved, which is not a huge amount. So I've done pretty good for myself, and I'm proud that I've done these things. Pretty happy with the product. I've been happy enough to share it with people. And you can catch these on YouTube if you are a um, subscriber on my channel, or if you're not, don't check out the Goof Norton channel, and you will see the songs that are on there. Um, 
I have to add this latest one on there. I have yet to do so. It's not going to be really part of the the real song collection because I have an album up on Spotify as well. It's five songs. Um, so I, like I, so as you can see, I'm kind of taking it somewhat seriously. Got dust on my keyboard, but I just got this keyboard yesterday. It's a KeyStation 49 MK3, and so far I absolutely love it because it's 49 key keyboard, and I love it because I have a wider range. Because before this, mind you, I was making all of this just from my playing, just from my laptop keyboard. So limited range, limited number of keys, and such awkward fingering posi- finger position, <laughs> and um, limited speed on uh you know hitting the keys but this keyboard is pressure sensitive so it registers soft and hard presses and everything in between and also fast and slow of course because it's and it's so wonderful so yeah the eighth song i made was just just me kind of doing some uh messing around on the piano a little bit i may take a part of what i played and add it to a song but for the most part, it's just me messing around. But it, I love this keyboard. I've gotten a chance to just mess around with it. I literally, as at, when I got it, um, I spent like the rest of the day just playing. Just playing. Just playing because I'm like playing around with it. Because again, I don't actually know how to play uh, piano. That's not one of my skills. It's not one of the things I've learned. Um, I knew how to play drums a little bit. I still know how to play drums a little bit. Not the best, but you know. I can definitely still get with a few songs. Um, but this is crazy. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm hoping to do some covers with a certain friend. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm looking for... I still need like a female vocalist. Because I want to do a cover of a um, Elisa Stansfield song. I'm sure most of you can guess if you know who that is. If you don't, then you weren't alive when she was popular. Which is understandable. Uh, so, funny story real quick. So, uh, at this new job, right, we're, uh, it's a long care company, I can actually talk to you guys about it. And uh, working with one of the guys, he's a nice guy, he's cool. His dad's been with the company for years and whatnot. He's a cool dude, he's Italian, you know, likes to bust my chops all the time. So it's, it's, it's fun, it's fine. <laughs> Because I end up, because I end up laughing anyway. Because you know, gotta learn how to laugh at yourself sometimes. And um, so he asked me, you know, what type? Because he's trying to learn, see who I am, see how who I am, whatnot. Uh, be more familiar with me. He asked me who's my go-to artist or band, and I said Barry White. And he said, "Who is Barry White?" And, uh, you know, I kind of expect it because I'm like, I have old school parents and I've grown up with old school music. Again, I freaking grew up in school learning about classical music and Ray Charles and whatnot. And, you know, I was like, I guarantee you there are a ton of people who don't know who, who don't know who Ray Charles was or. Yeah. And they don't know who probably like George Harrison is. They probably know John Lennon. John Lennon's pretty popular name. Paul McCartney, maybe. I bet you they don't know Ringo. <laughs> Ringo. Ringo's been very quiet. Ringo stays out of out of the limelight. Because Ringo's Ringo. <laughs> Freaking Ringo. Oh, Ringo Star. Oh, buddy. And they don't even know that's not his real name either. That's a stage name. 
but Barry, like, Barry, I was, and I told him, but like, he's like, who's Barry White? I'm like, Barry White's probably the reason we were born. Not gonna lie, because that's the that's the kind of music he made. Barry 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 White made music about love, and I mean Barry B A R R Y White. If you don't know who he is, and you're around my age, you're in your twenties or something, or you're in your thirties, he's probably the reason you were born. Not even gonna lie to you, because that's that's the kind of music he made. Now, not every single song was about that, but he. The thing with his his music is he got down to dealing with um, the man and the woman as a couple and whatnot and getting them to handle things then and there, you know. No no breaking up kind of stuff, no crazy one night stands because that's not what he was about. You know, he's about the long, he was about the long term relationship and that's what I appreciated about him. That's why I still appreciate about him. Like, and he's just such a happy guy. I know not every moment in his life was happy. Um, but the man was filled with so much love and he definitely gave all of all to his work because he had the talent for it and the talent, you know, developed more into a skill. The more he, you know, played and made songs, it just became better and better and better and better, um, up until this, you know, his final album. And he was such a great artist. If you don't know who Barry White is, uh, the best way I can introduce you to him is, uh, one of his songs, which I think is truly a testament to how he lived his life, it's called "I Love to Sing the Songs I Sing." It's about two minutes long. It's a great song, and it tells you exactly, pretty much how, pretty much who he is. And then after that, you can go check out some other songs. There's "Can't Get Enough of Your Love," which is a classic, a huge classic. Anybody who's alive during the 70s and 80s, you know, should know, at least have heard heard that song once or twice. They may not, you know, know the full lyrics and everything like that. That's fine. But they should have at least heard that and be like, oh yeah, that's Barry White. Because he has like a totally unique uh, 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 deep voice because he said it himself. Nobody did what he did people nobody has yet to do what he has done he has a deep voice because he even said a lot of other people have he's not the only one who has a deep voice there's a lot of other people with deep voices like he has um you know at least somewhat similar but he's got that unmistakable like very white tone but that's where the kind of sexy you know deep voice talking kind of came from it came from him he made it he made it more than popular worldwide uh but he said that He's the only one who's done and used his gift the way he's done. Nobody else has done that. Producing songs, you know, about love and, you know, and, and, and improving the, the love life of many couples, many couples worldwide, you know. And his message was about love. And the fun, here's, the, here's, the, here's another thing I loved about him. You know, at his shows, at least, I haven't heard it, at least. I haven't seen it, come, read it, come upon it. You know, nobody's, nobody tried to kill him. People would, at his, at his concerts, people, yeah, the girls were going nuts, but at the same time, they just run up, you know, give him a little peck on the cheek and, you know, head off. And uh, I remember one of his earlier concerts in the 70s. 
seventies, early eighties. I can't, I can't remember exactly. Um, it, was, it had to be in the seventies, late seventies. You know, I think I've, I've heard him one time in one of his concerts say, don't push, don't shove. Cause he's not about that. He didn't let ego take over. He remained humble and he remained honest. He didn't let the fame really change him. He remained humble and honest to who he was, you know, and again, he was just, he was just a loving person, loving person. Uh, if you want to see a good, cool duet he's done, um, check out All Around the World by Lisa Stansfield and Barry White. Check out that duet. It's such a good one. Such a good one. And, um, and also this, the other argument he had, uh, the guy had, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but. Uh, the other the other thing that the guy had to say is that he definitely didn't get looks uh definitely get didn't get ladies by the looks i'm like what the frick do looks have to do with anything that's what i'm thinking i didn't say that but like what did what the looks have to do with this like like, no he even said it like he wasn't trying to be a a sex icon otherwise he wouldn't have kept on all that weight barry white was a big boy he's a tall boy dude he was tall and big so he's a big guy but he wasn't trying to be a, a sex icon or anything. He was just trying to spread a message of love. And that's exactly what he did. To the best of his ability. One of my favorite songs from him, uh, that is in my top favorite five songs of all time, is uh, I've Got So Much to Give. Such a great song. Such a freaking great song. Um, there's two different versions. I do like the you know this, the, the album version uh, that would be on the record. Because his songs were long. For, you know, the old bump and grind. Um, but his songs were long because he wanted to make sure that you, you know, when you're, when you're having that time going on, that if you find a song that you like, that you got plenty of it, that you don't have to, you know, stop, restart it, and then continue. You just got, you got enough to uh, keep on going for as long as you need. You know, his songs were long. His songs, seven minutes, six minutes, eight minutes, ten minutes, long songs. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, but that's what he, that, that's the kind of things that he did. And he'd have whole albums. I think one of the, one of the songs was like, on his first album was like 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, (laughs) it's not like, uh, what was it? Rapper's Delight, that's the... I was thinking of Gangster's Paradise for some reason. Rapper's Delight, that 15-minute rap song. It's not like that. It, it's just... The songs are refreshing. The songs are very refreshing, which is why I like to um, like to listen to them. Not the sexy ones. Just the more casual ones. Uh, Can't Get Enough of Your Love. Freaking... Yeah, I've Got So Much to Give us a good song. Uh, I Found Love. That one is a, one I recently came upon like a few months ago. I like it. It's really good. My go-to song is Love's Theme because it's just a nice, again, nice instrumental. Um, he grew up with classical music, but, you know, he grew up with it, uh, his mom playing it around the house and whatnot, and it just, it's crazy. It's crazy. He pump out albums faster than anybody I've ever seen at the, at the quality, at the quality um, that he did it. Man, such a, such a great, such a great artist. Um, he, I mean, he did it well, he did it well. And I really 
want pe- more people to know about him again. Because that's real love right there. He was honest, humble, and remained true to himself. And he was always about love. He was always about love. Nice guy with a really creative mind. And skilled too. See, here, here's the here's the other thing I have to tell people about him. Um, because he could play multiple instruments. You know, there's other artisan bands out there who have people that can do that. You know, pretty cool, right? The way he orchestrated his songs. So he couldn't read uh, sheet music like I can't. Well, anymore at least. I learned how, but <laughs> I didn't go into a field of music. So, of course, I didn't freaking remember that stuff. Um, but he would take a, uh, a voice recorder or tape recorder and hum into, hum into it the notes that he wanted for every part. Or, you know, made a sound, you know, for every part. Because sometimes you have, like, maracas or something. Can't really hum for a freaking maraca. But you can definitely make the the sound of the beat that you want the maraca shaking at. And so, he would do that for every single instrument that he couldn't play. So that way, somebody could go and write the music down for him. And then, they could, uh... So he would, you know, make that, make that arrangement. But he composed, he conducted, he, you know wrote the stuff, wrote the lyrics. Uh, one of the stories is that one of his guys, I think it was his uh, keyboardist, or pian- pianist, I don't know. Uh, the, the keyboard player, he uh, brought some uh, brought some music to him, and Barry was like, alright. And the guy left to go to the store for like 20 minutes. He came back, Barry had the lyrics fully written out, ready to go. It's like what? What? Crazy! Like that's that's again that's nuts, man. And his songs weren't meaningless. His songs were very meaningful, uh, because for most of the, for the most part he was speaking from the heart. He wasn't just speaking out of his butt. He's speaking from the heart. And the great thing is he wasn't a sellout. He wasn't singing about garbage or trash. He was singing about true feelings and real stuff. Real emotions, you know, such a, such a great guy. Ah, there's something else I wanted to say. I kind of forgot about it as I drifted on. Uh, but again, he's just a good guy. That's why, you know, that's, that's partially why I feel like I don't, I don't get this generation that I was born into. And I mean, I legitimately don't because I don't really keep up with pop culture and whatnot because it doesn't interest me. It's freaking boring. Everybody's, you know, saying this and saying that and so much drama about each other. And I'm like, stop. Just freaking be friends. What happened to people being friendly? You know, like, you know, like freaking people being able to go to disco tents and whatnot and and having a, a house party where, you know, nobody... Nobody dies, nobody gets overly drunk, and nobody has to worry about getting felt up while they're freaking knocked out, things like that. Now, don't get me wrong, that stuff, don't, that stuff, you know, happens throughout freaking history, as far as long as people are, you know, alive. There's always something messed up that's going to happen. Because we have, we, you know, we're, we're definitely not born perfect, and some kind of lean into that, and it's like, no, don't. Um, but there, there's definitely, I'd say probably less of it then seemed more peaceful back then more groovy back then you know what's funny 
I was putting my album on Spotify and there was not a category for classical music. I think it was just instrumental. Like, I think that's just what it was. It was, uh, but there was no, there was nothing for classical or soul. Like, the, the, those just genre, genres just not, they just don't exist anymore. Or funk. It's hard to find funk today because funk doesn't exist today, apparently. And that's what really screwed me up about it. I'm like, man, are you kidding me? It, it, it breaks my heart because I'm like, I do like music with a little bit of funk. A funky bass line, you know. Oh, also, that's what I want to say. So, I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? So, if you know who Bruno Mars is, newer artist, right? Um, his popularity was kind of peaked around, like, I'd say, like, what, 2017, 2015? Because that with that, whatever, whenever he released that 24K album, because um, there was a few songs on there I actually liked. I was like, oh, okay, pretty nice. Um, so he released a song years ago called Just The Way You Are. Let me tell you something. Barry White released a song way before that and his was better i'm not gonna lie his was his was better you have to listen to it his just the way you are um i would recommend finding let me actually youtube this because there, you know if you've been on youtube recently and you searched up music you know there's topic channels um there's a very white topic channel but i need to find uh if you look up, I'm going to do this quick search. I'm doing this to make sure I get this right. Barry White. Just. Nope, that's Judge. <laughs> Barry White Judge. Just the way you are. There's a music video he, do he does as well from, I don't know when. I wish he'd tell me the year, but it's old, of course. But you got to listen to the whole song. You don't. You don't want the... The short version. You you gotta have the whole version because he speaks. He, a lot of the times he would speak before the actual song began, you know, and it just kind of gets you in the mood and be prepared to hear that song. Mmm, such a good guy. Don't play. Don't play. Don't play. Thank you. So the first thing that should come up if you search Barry White just the way you are is the Barry White just the way you are complete video audio edit remaster HQ high quality. This is from definitely from the frickin' 70s. Um, so you see what he... You see the kind of... Hey. Hey. I said no. Okay. You see the kind of hairstyle he had back in the 70s. I, any hairstyle he went with was pretty iconic. Not gonna lie. But, um, freaking, yeah, the guy, the freaking guy was like talking like a man. He's like, oh, his, his beer game's all off and blah, blah, blah. And this and that. I'm like, learn to appreciate the music. Learn to appreciate the music. Kali, I just, he just wrote so many good songs. I don't think he ever had a bad album. And that's, and that's the thing. That's, that's a rare thing to say. Cause there are a lot of artists that go through some changes. It's like. They try to modernize or something, and they have, like, a bad album, and it's like, ooh, mmm, ooh, no. Like, Aerosmith. Holy crap. The 90s were not kind to Aerosmith. Aerosmith was not kind to the 90s. I'm not gonna lie. I just, I really disliked Aerosmith in the 90s. Freaking 
crazy and amazing. Good Lord. When you have an SNL skit done on you. About how about how simplistic and just dumb the freaking name of the songs were. I'm sorry. Those songs were just like, eh, they could have done better. But there are not a lot of artists who that can be said that they never had a bad album. You know, metal, rock, those bands tend to have one bad album or at least a few, quite a few bad songs. Barry White, he really didn't because everything was genuine and from the heart. And you can't go wrong when it's something in genuine from the heart. And you're actually, you know, speaking from personal experience and uh, it's so cool. So great. Oh, so actually. Okay. Uh, I mean, I look up the music video because that's the first thing I saw. Okay. You can also search on, you can search uh, Barry White on YouTube uh, for channels. Search for channels. And you can find a picture of Barry White with a red background. It has 22, it is 223,000 subs right now. And Billy Joel brought him this song. And Barry White sung the heck out of it. But you need to listen to it. You really need to listen to it. And it's like, wow. Wow. Really good, like, again, really genuine good artists. Like, and that's, that's what we need more of. I wish we had, because there never will be another Barry White. But that's why I want to do the covers and such, because I want to cover some of his songs. Not necessarily me singing it, because I can't sing. If I could sing, I would absolutely cover his songs. I mean, it wouldn't be as deep as his voice. Obviously, it'd be in my own note. But I can't sing. That my I don't take care of my voice enough. Well, not that I don't take care of I don't I rarely use my voice as you guys you guys know. At least I hope you know. I don't speak a lot in my day to day life. I my voice kinda goes unused a lot. Man, he wrote so many good songs. I've heard all I like again, I've I've heard a lot of the songs because I'm like, I gotta yeah, I gotta know what it here I gotta know what it sounds like. Because it's just curiousness. Wrote, wrote songs like, I can't believe you love me. Like, what? And your sweetness is my weakness. Like, what? Man, this guy right here. This guy right here. He's just He's just that good. He is just that good. But again, like, even being as good as he was, he was... He was honest and also still humble about it. He wasn't, he didn't let it uh, make him, he didn't go power crazy with it like Teddy Pendergrass did. If, and again, this is, this is showing my mental age because this is why I freaking come off as older than I really am. Because I know about these people. I know a lot about these people. I know, but Teddy, he let it, he let it get to him and he went power crazy kind of with it, you know. He'd bring the women on stage and whatnot and do all that kind of stuff. Barry White didn't do that. Um, again, Barry White was a little more honest. Barry White could pull probably any one of those women out of the audience and do whatever. But Teddy Pendergrass, he had usually had a couple women or one, you know, one maybe a few women waiting for him after after a show, and he would go with them and do the old bumping grind. But Barry didn't do that. 
You know, Barry was there to spread the love and spread, you know, spread his music, of course. But share in, in a genuine, good, honest time with people. Because, man, he, when he sing and when he sung live, it's so much passion. It's cool. It's cool. And I loved it. One of my favorite concerts I like to watch. Well, there's two songs from it. So, um, it was in 1988 in Birmingham, um, across the sea to our, across the pond, I should say, to our little neighbors over there. Um, and he was performing there in 1988, of course, obviously. And there's two songs. I've got so much to give, which is the go, that's my go-to live performance of that song. Uh, and then the live uh, version of Love's Theme, which he conducted there. The tempo was a little bit faster, but he's still, you can see the emotion in his face towards the end. It's, he really did enjoy it. He, he like, he really enjoyed the music that he was making and, you know, shows and whatnot. It was, it was cool. It was really cool. So, this turned into a Barry White rant. But I love Barry White. The man was good. The man did what he could. So if you want music that shares honest, actual emotions, and you don't want to hear sellouts, listen to some Barry White. Because I tell you, the artists today, they, they're producing what they're paid to produce. You know, they're millionaires because they, they, will, they will sing what somebody else writes and, you know, like, hey, give me the friggin' money. But, you know, Barry, Barry cut his first album with, like, what, budget of 40, 50 bucks? He cut, a first, he cut an album. He cut first album. 50, like, 40, 50 bucks. I can't remember what the exact amount was, but it was cheap. Real cheap. So, I hope you all have a nice night, or a nice day, wherever you're listening to this. And go check out the man, because he is partially the inspiration of why I started doing this music thing in the first place. He's a great guy. I absolutely love what he's what he did. And um, hope you get see you guys later. Thanks for listening. And uh, see you guys next time. Peace.